This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Uh, a part that I get excited about, of course, when we're talking everything tech. Yep. And it's Tech Savvy Tuesday, okay? So we've got Mason Myrie joining us on the line right now. Mason? How you doing, guys? Good, and yourself, Mason? It's a wonderful Tuesday today. Just right to talk about fraud and disaster <laughs> in the country. It's the perfect conversation. In the times of economic turmoil, um, Mason... The unemployment rate is way too high and we've seen a higher number of people actually faking documents in order to be able to get an opportunity. Despite this being illegal, why is it still so easy to forge documents? You know, we've actually talked about it before, but fundamentally, most people are good. You know, they're expecting the best of people. You know, they're not expecting these forged documents to come in. And that's one of the reasons why... Is still happening, you know. Many years ago, and and both of you are too young to remember, we used to use a thing in the country called a check. So it used to be a way that we paid people. We used to print these things at the company they used to work for. But the forgers put in such a lot of effort to make fake checks that at one point we were joking, but we were actually thinking about hiring them because they were probably doing a better job than we were of making the legitimate checks. Mm. You know, so forged documents is not a new thing. People put in a huge amount of effort in these. In these and the technology has changed. You know, we now have printers, thanks to photo printing, that can do magic, absolute magic if you're printing something. So I think the real thing that we've got to do is we've got to start unfortunately being a little bit more cautious and being streetwise, you know, in everything we do, which is online. All right. Now, um, would you say that the lockdown has increased this trend of forging documents? You know, when you got suspicious before, you used to ask for a face-to-face interaction and that's just not happening anymore. So everyone has gone digital. We're relying on emails. We're relying on attachments to emails. We're relying on on documents that are coming to us via WhatsApp and other mechanisms like that. You know, so without a doubt, there's this um, acceleration of documents that are being transmitted via electronic forms. And if you add that to the fact that generally people are quite trusting, you know, you've got a recipe for disaster. And I think that's what we're seeing now. Mason, most of us are entrepreneurs now. We're trying to hire people. We're trying to outsource resources in in every aspect of our workplaces. But with remote work and the digitization of everything, how do we ensure that the documents that we receive from other people are actually legit? Because do we have the time to actually even call vets and say, yo, did D really graduate from your institution in Mm, 2002? Yeah, it's a very good question, you know, because it is going to mean that if you are a little bit suspicious of documents, you've got to play detective, you know. So so that's unfortunately one answer is you've got to, for example, when you get a document, you've immediately got to look for obvious mistakes in the document. Let's actually wind a step back. You've got to read the document first. So a lot of the forged documents have really obvious mistakes in them. There's careless pasting. You know, something was pasted over and you can actually see that this character or this number just doesn't work, you know. Sometimes there's a name and a picture and an ID that doesn't match, you know, and it really jumps out at you. If uh, if your name is Etumaleng and there's a middle-aged white guy on the picture, you know, that kind of, you know, should set the warning bell. Red flag, red flag. (laughs) Exactly, you know, but you'd be surprised that these things actually get through, you know, because just nobody even looks. 
even forge credentials from fake issuance authorities. You know, you know, I live in Cape Town. If I send you a document from the Republic of Hout Bay, it's a bit of a joke locally, you know, but there is no such thing. You know, yeah. it is not an official place of residence. You've got to yeah. look for obvious mistakes. You've got to look for these spelling mistakes, inconsistencies, blurry text. You know, that's unfortunately a thing. But our law has given us other ways to handle this as well. Since 2002, we've had something in the country called the Electronic Communications and Transactions Act, and it introduced a legal concept of an advanced electronic signature. Now, this is pretty cool because this is a way of getting your own crypto with which you can sign a document so that tampering or alterations are actually apparent. You know, so you can actually attach your name or the source to a document be it university or anything like that, you can add this to a document and anybody that's receiving the document, their Adobe reader will verify this whole document for you and it will tell you immediately. So in law, it's called an advanced electronic signature. And these are the kind of tools that you've got to talk about and actually start using in the business. You know, any document that is leading your business, anything you're receiving, these tools are out there and you should be using them in business. All right, Mason. So what should we do if we suspect that a document could be fake? Again, the first thing is you've got to have that conversation in your business and maybe even with yourself in your personal life to realize that fake documents do happen, you know, and they happen quite often. Yeah. I mean, just think about it for a second. How can you even tell if a South African ID card is real or not? Do you know? Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So we've actually got some really cool features on the country's ID card. If you see a real one physically in your hand, you know, there's a braille on the card. You can feel it. You know, it's quite amazing. There's raised text in certain areas. There's optically variable ink. So if you are relying on these things that are coming into your business, you've got to educate yourself a bit. You've got to be aware that these things can happen, you know. Uh, again, we've talked about some of the things like looking for obvious mistakes, looking for inconsistencies, blurry text, all of these things. You know, your go-to has to be to actually engage the person, confront them about it. You know, why does this document look so bad? And then be critical and listen to the answers. You know, if your warning bells are going off, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then for the long-term plan in your business, you've got to start using technologies like advanced electronic signatures to sign outgoing documentation. If people are sending you things, you say... This is the law of the country. You should be signing things you're sending to me. Mm. All right. Now, I think that is loud and clear, Mason. We will be more alert uh, going forward. And uh, thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us every single Tuesday. We're looking forward to having a chat with you again next Tuesday. Same here. Take care. All right. Cheers. That's Mason Myrie there. Uh, letting us know what, you know what, sometimes a uh, drop opportunity from the Department of uh, Hout Bay. <laughs> it is, there is no such thing. Yeah. Or a Caucasian dude named Itumeleng, you know? I don't think people would make those kind of mistakes, though. Ah, uh, come on. I mean, D, if you're trying to fake a document, yeah, yeah. are you trying to put a white guy on your paper? Nah, nah, nah. So, <laughs> just be extra careful and vigilant, especially for entrepreneurs. 100%, yeah. All right, so shout out to Mason Mary. We speak to him again next week, Tuesday, on Tech Savvy Tuesdays. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.